You're listening to Inner Sense with Kavita, a podcast that inspires you to make sense of your inner world so you can live consciously and be well. My name is Kavita Satvalekar and I am a wellness expert, leadership coach, mentor and author. We spend a considerable amount of time making sense of the world around us, but often forget to take a moment to look inwards and make sense of our inner world, our core that drives our thoughts, beliefs and behaviors. Join me and let's spend the next few minutes separating your truth from your fiction. Let's talk inner sense. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where we will take the time to think about some myths surrounding work-life balance and gain clarity on what this balance should look like for each of us moving forward. We spend our lives trying to achieve a balance between work and leisure in a way that is financially rewarding, gives us a sense of satisfaction, and promotes our health. Here's something I always say to my clients. To feel a sense of balanced accomplishment, you need to have three hobbies in life. One hobby that pays you, as in gives you financial security. One hobby that addresses your physical fitness, as in forces you to use your body so it automatically stays healthy. And one hobby that targets your mental and emotional well-being, as in helps you to handle stress, make good choices, and cope with life in general. The hobby that gives you financial security is your day job. The one that addresses your physical fitness could be a sport or any form of exercise, and the one that targets your mental and emotional well-being could be anything from community service to mindfulness and meditation. All three hobbies together help you live a balanced and fulfilled life. Today I'd like to talk to you about three different myths around work-life balance. I have personally encountered and worked through all three of these myths at different stages in my career. The first one refers to the actual term work-life balance. Most of us are constantly in search of a work-life balance because we link it to a happy and harmonious life. However, the term itself implies that work is bad and life is good. As in, we are seeking a balance between the heaviness of work and the lightness of life. But why is it that way? Shouldn't the aim be to seek balance in our everyday life, period? Meaning, if life is heavy at times, then shouldn't we have the option to balance that heaviness of life with the lightness at work? So be careful when using the term work-life balance, as it can send an unintentional message to your subconscious mind that your work is bad and that itself will drag you down. This leads to our next myth, that life needs to be compartmentalized. For some of us, this means an even 50-50 split where we spend half our time at work and the other half at home. For others, it's dividing our days into eight-hour blocks, meaning eight hours for work, eight hours for sleep, and eight hours for the family, leisure, and socializing. While this looks great on paper, it rarely manifests itself in daily life. And as we all know, there will definitely be days where your work consumes most of the day and you won't have any time left for your personal or social life. And, on the other hand, 
There also can be days when your personal life consumes most of your day and you will need to take a personal day off from work. The third myth that I would like to bring up today is the concept of no work during off-hours, holidays and weekends. This particular myth seems to have disappeared over the past 18 months. Now that most of us are working and living under the same roof due to some form of a COVID-related lockdown, our boundaries between work and home have disappeared. This, coupled with the fact that some of us work for global companies that operate 24 hours a day, at least five days a week, we find ourselves working at all hours. Work interferes with our personal life, and our personal life interferes with work. Even when we do eventually move to our next normal, meaning when we've established a hybrid work environment and countries have opened up their borders to travel, I am pretty sure that there will be times when we need to be connected to our work while on vacation or when we're enjoying downtime with our families. And not to forget, some of us actually enjoy what we do so much that work can't be turned off just because we're not supposed to be working. And for those of us who are business owners, our life is almost always consumed by work. The age-old saying of all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy points out that we need to take time off work for rest and for life in general. However, a lot of people today are in careers of their choices and in jobs that they thoroughly enjoy. How do you then balance the amount of time you spend on work when you really enjoy what you do. If this is the situation you find yourself in, you need to consciously make time for yourself, for your family, and for your friends. If you fail to do so, you will eventually find yourself devoid of close friends and a supportive family. In theory, this would be the opposite of seeking that traditional definition of work-life balance that we spoke about in the beginning. On the other hand, if you find yourself in a job that doesn't inspire you and stresses you out more than it needs to, then seeking a balance becomes even more important for you. Here, and contrary to popular belief, you actually need to intentionally spend quality time doing your work so that you can meet those deadlines and remain successful at work because your default would be to avoid doing so. Does that make sense? Balancing that out with aspects of your life that inspire, stimulate, and reward you can go a long way in contributing to your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Remember those three hobbies I mentioned earlier? Make sure that at least two of them are being addressed, even if the third one, that is, your hobby that gives you financial security, or in this case, your work, isn't a real hobby for now. Remember, your job does pay your bills, and without that, you would more than likely be stressed out and out of balance. The funny thing about balance is that it's constantly changing and evolving based on our situational needs and priorities. So in order to feel truly balanced, we need to actively work on creating that experience every day for ourselves. As mentioned earlier, sometimes work will take priority and sometimes our personal life will. Having a fulfilled life doesn't mean always sticking to strict boundaries. If you're in the zone and want to work, as long as you've taken care of everything else that needs to be done, go ahead and continue working. 
On the other hand, when there is nothing you would rather do than spend time with your family, you shouldn't feel guilty about turning off work in that moment. That is, as long as you've met deadlines and project deliverables at work and your team leader is informed. There will always be days when you put in 12 hours of work and your boss needs to understand that the trade-off then is that there will also be other days when you work for less than eight hours. Make sure that your boss understands that success is not the result of the amount of time you put in at work, but instead it is the result of the quality of the time you put in. As long as both of you are on the same page about your work ethics and achievements, this trade-off is manageable. So make sure you take the time to build an honest and trusting relationship with your boss. It's important to point out here that achieving balance doesn't mean that every activity or the work you do has to have a certain amount of time assigned to it. Instead, it means that you give your work the time it needs and you give your personal and social life the time they need. And as long as you are satisfied overall with what you are achieving, all is good. The key to feeling satisfied with your achievements in life is to set personal life goals and work on them alongside any work-related goals you might have. Life goals are usually long-term and because they revolve around your needs, they can easily be pushed to the sidelines if you don't make a deliberate effort to work on them. In summary, work-life balance is not about literal balance, but it's more about accepting your job and your life with all its circumstances so that you can achieve what I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. That perfect balance between work and leisure in a way that is financially rewarding, gives you a sense of satisfaction and promotes your health and well-being. To recap our episode from today, I spoke about three myths of work-life balance. The first myth implied that work is bad, as in heavy, and life is good, as in light. The second myth implied that life needs to be compartmentalized. And the third myth implied no work during off hours, holidays, and weekends. Although at least two of these myths are good in principle, they are rarely feasible. One last reminder before I end the episode for today. Do take a few minutes to identify your three hobbies in life. One that gives you financial security, one that addresses your physical fitness, and finally, one that targets your mental and emotional well-being. You need to consciously work towards a balanced life, sometimes even on a daily basis. With this new learning of inner sense, I urge you to find your own happy balance between work, family, and friends, and continuously strive to maintain it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inner Sense with Kavita. I hope today's episode helped you look a bit deeper and understand yourself a bit better so you can consciously move towards a state of well-being. If you liked what you heard, please comment below, share this information with someone you think will benefit from hearing it, and do subscribe to my podcast so we can stay connected. To learn more about me, please visit my website at innersensecoaching.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn, 
or follow me on Instagram. Live consciously and stay well.